Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Wait, have you ever been excited about the way a week's kicking off? Yes. Yes. I am excited about this week, looking at this Psalm 65. Uh, I'm loving it. It it is the ideal psalm for a week when we're thinking about our blessings and our thanksgivings. It's good stuff. See, that's what I was going to say. For me, it's the ideal week kicking off because I'm looking forward to Thursday. Oh, absolutely looking forward to Thursday. (laughs) Turkey, Mm -hmm. dressing, stuffing, Mm -hmm. whatever it is that you use. Not cranberry sauce. I'm Oh, yeah, they're going to be there, too. I mean, but <laughs> I'm thinking about the gravy and the rolls and the just all the creative cooking that's going to happen. You know, I had to get my hair cut because I was going to be seeing family. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, there's this playful banter going on between the different stylists. And one of them's talking about how excited she is for the turkey and her dad does the perfect turkey. And the other stylist says... I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> How, sad. How sad. How sad. How sad. I mean, yes. more power to you, but... But how sad. How sad. <laughs> you know, but listen, all due respect to the vegetarians out there who are listening in. We, you know, good on you. Good on you. But you know, Thanksgiving I'm, has the best sides. They there's do. All, there's, there's still some something to sides. eat. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Psalm 65. It is a Thanksgiving psalm. Amen. I mean, it almost feels providential mm-hmm. that this is the psalm we get We'd to talk about this week. suspiciously providential. Suspiciously. In fact, we're kicking off about a series of about four psalms mm-hmm. that are going to be full of Thanksgiving and praise. And while we are not going to be following our paths of righteousness in our talks this week, we are going to, I want to kick off today with, with the P of praise, because this is a praise psalm. And Very it's good. And man, I'm, I'm needing it. I'm needing mm-hmm. it. We've, we've been dealing with some of these laments and some of these struggles. Oh, and after a while, so many struggles. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's good to see that, uh, th- there's praise also, mm-hmm. and uh, we can talk more about that. So let's just jump into Psalm 65. I'm going to read from the ESV to the choir master, a Psalm of David, a song. Praise is due to you, O God in Zion and to you shall vows be performed. O you who hear prayer to you shall all flesh come. When iniquities prevail against me, you atone for our transgressions. Blessed is the one you choose and bring near to dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, the holiness of your temple. By awesome deeds, you answer us with righteousness, O God of our salvation, the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest seas, the one who by his strength established the mountains, being girded with might, who stills the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, the tumult of the peoples, so that those who dwell at the ends of the earth are in awe at your signs. You make the going out of the morning and the evening to shout for joy. You visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain, for so you have prepared it. You water its furrows abundantly, settling its ridges, softening it with showers and blessing its growth. You crown the year with your bounty. Your wagon tracks overflow with abundance. The pastures of the wilderness overflow. The hills gird themselves with joy. The meadows clothe themselves with flocks. The valleys deck themselves with grain. They shout and sing together for joy. Wait a second. 
In this poetic imagery, what shouting and singing for joy? The hills. The hills. They're they, alive. They're alive with the sound of music? <laughs> yes, they are. I mean, there it is. There that's, it is. That's exactly what I thought when I read this the other day for the first time. I was like, wow, this, is, this, this must be you know, where the sound of music came from. It's got to be. So long before Maria was prancing about the hills of Austria, David mm-hmm. was recognizing the hills <clears throat> of Israel mm-hmm. and seeing the, 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 the music, the shouting, the joy, the babbling brook, the, the bleeding of the, her, the, the sheep and the goats and the lowing of oxen and, and all of those, that, that mu- the birds singing. And, and yeah, the hills are alive with the sound. But this is more than just the sound of music. Mm-hmm. This is not just the sound of music in Psalm 65. This is the sound of praise. Yeah. Yeah. Shouting and singing with praise to God. Well, and I was going to say that in it is praise, how different this music is, because there's not a focus on this, you know, the the harp or the psaltery or those kinds of things, which will be talked about in other psalms. But this is the recognition that all of creation in its sound, mm. right, in its outcry is actually a a praise to God. I mm. mean, this is a beautiful way to look at the world around us. Sure. And and there are certain sounds, you know, like birds singing that bring us joy, don't they? Mm-hmm. That, that's delightful to, to wake up to that if it's not too early. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or and, and if it's not the raucous cause. Yeah, the, the raucous cause. <laughs> you know, but but even those sounds, the, the the voice that God gave you, the voice that God made, that is the voice that you praise him with. I'm trying to remember. So another movie has just come to mind. Um was it was it Bambi that began with that the 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 rain and the Diddle drop little April showers, and it, it's the the flowers oh boy, blooming maybe. and the rain I, boy, falling down. And you hear the animals like the frog is croaking, and, yeah, and it all comes together to to make this kind of, kind a of symphony, music, right? Yeah, and yeah. so again, there's that idea of just God's nature singing, yes, and praising <clears throat> and proclaiming. Uh, and and here David is saying, "That's what I'm hearing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna join in. My yeah. heart wants to sing." <laughs> Well, and it's certainly a very, I guess, uh, theological way to look at the world. Mm. To ask the question, what are they singing for? Who Mm. are they singing to? Yeah. It's to God. Yeah, the creator. You know, and and I I like the idea of like Psalm 19 and things to talk about how creation does speak to God and he is not left without witness. And that a lot of times that kind of leads me to a a design argument, a very kind of intellectual perspective to say, oh yeah, I mean, this couldn't have all just happened. There, there's a God who created it. Uh, and there's a value to that. But what about just a kind of a theological outlook, all this creation that, wow, if he makes it, it praises him. Yeah. I, I'm now starting to think of different musical movies that kind of have this this same approach. August Rush, the the symphony that he writes, there, there's a bit of it that's based on what he has heard in the world around him, mm-hmm. the the wind flowing through the tall grass and the grain and just different things. I, it, it's that same approach. Now, the, the, the sad thing is, is that as time has gone on, I, I don't know what the makers of that movie thought about what they were producing. I think probably the makers of Bambi back in the 40s or whenever that came out probably had God in mind. I could be wrong about that. I don't know. But again, 
when, when we see the beauty, when we hear the beauty, when we recognize that God has created this world that still has the vestiges of goodness in it, despite mm-hmm. the sin that we have brought into it. Now, that's a great point there. That, that here are all these reminders of beauty and goodness and God. Mm-hmm. He, he, has cre- he, he could have created a stark, awful world whereby we just barely made it. Mm-hmm. And instead, what he's allowed us to have is is that while even while we're struggling in the midst of the curse, because we have to work and, and plow by the sweat of our brow, and we, we still have all this beauty to enjoy, to hear, to watch. You were talking about different movies this was reminding you of, and I, I have to confess, I saw a YouTube clip the other day. <laughs> all right, and, and, and what it was was kind of one of these close encounters with animals, and here's these people out and looked like some type of ocean kayak, when who should swim up to them but a humpback whale. Oh, wow. And this thing jumped out of the water, crashed down and splashed, but it was singing while it was doing it, oh. like this whale song. Okay. And so not only did the camera capture the the very kind of sudden impact of a humpback whale popping up. Of course, everybody's flipping out because they weren't expecting that. But the sound, mm. right? The sound of the song of this whale. And uh, it was just powerful. It was just humbling. Mm. Okay? Like, for the people in the kayak, terrifying, this great giant beast. But again, who created this beast? Yeah. Gave it a voice to sing, and it swims. Yeah. Yes, and and there it is. It's, <laughs> and there it is in its design, in its ability, in its power. You know that that idea. We tend to think of terrify and terror in our modern day. The way we use it has to do with fear and uh, fright. Yeah, but there, like but there uh, is, Halloween a week ago. Yeah, but there, but there is that ancient <laughs> sense of of awe. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so so, and and the reason why those two go together is because. Often, what is awesome yes. is also dangerous. Yes. There, there's a danger that goes along with it, and that is, of course, where our God is. If we're going to fight and push back against God, there's a danger there. Mm. And uh, so there is the, the terror, the awe. There is the being inspired. And yet here we have the hills are alive with the sound of music. And what you've just brought up is the seas are alive with the sound <laughs> of music. And just how that... First of all, I think about those people and how that must remind, had I been there, I don't, I don't know what yeah. their response was, obviously, I haven't even seen the video, but had I been there, I would think that suddenly I would remember my own smallness. Oh, yes. Everybody looks very small when a whale is jumping out of the water. And my own <laughs> smallness, my own inability, mm-hmm. my own inadequacy, my own need. Yeah. And then just as I think about the beauty and the, the awe of that turning to God, giving him the thanks and the praise. And, you you know, we were talking about the hills and, and, and David spends time sort of surveying some of the beautiful parts of Judea, right? And you've got the pastures and you've got the hills, and there are places where I'm sure you can look out and see vistas, right? And, and I will say that for myself, um, those type of sort of mountaintop experiences where you can see the vistas also gives you the sense of smallness, of dependence, also kind of overwhelms you with the artistry of God. Yes. He makes a world that functions, but he also makes it beautiful. Mm. And yeah, it's got to function, but it doesn't have to be beautiful. You know, he, he did that yeah. and gave us the ability to appreciate it. Yes, yes. And and all of that actually speaks of God. Mm-hmm. Where does the idea of beauty come from? And where does the recognition of beauty come from? And where does the appreciation of beauty come from there again it's not just utility it's not yeah. just function 
we our bodies obviously have to eat things. It right. didn't have to be enjoyable. That's right. And yet, what God has done is He has made it enjoyable, especially turkey. There's especially turkey. See how timely this is. This is. This is straight up, straight up. And yet, colors. Mm. Just just the sheer vibrancy of colors. Again, we didn't have to have a colorful world. What what would prompt that? What would make that happen? And then and just the mere fact that we can appreciate it and enjoy it and share with one another in yeah. the enjoyment of it and the yeah. appreciation. The, these are all things that transcend natural materialistic origins. Yeah. I mean how I, for, certainly explanations. First of all, you, you have to begin. I, I wasn't thinking about us going this way, but it's it's here I am. You got to ask, well, why is there something instead of nothing? That that mm-hmm. transcends materialistic origins because yeah. materialistic origins, nothing doesn't produce something. It just it just can't happen. Correct. Why is there order instead of disorder? Mm-hmm. Because if you had disorder first, it does not organize. It just doesn't happen. Right. Why is there life instead of not life? Because uh, if you didn't have life to begin with, you you don't get life. Mm-hmm. You know that just that just doesn't happen. We got to hear some really pointed discussions about that a few weeks ago when Brother Payne presented the lessons and they yeah. highlighted that you've got you know you've got these absolutely nucleic acids and you have to and you've got proteins and well the only way you can have either one of them is to have both of them and exactly where do they come from you know you yeah. can't and but then h- how do you jump across that? that divide of merely natural utilitarian functional because the materialistic approach is really all about function it is it's not about beauty it's not about joy mm-hmm. and we can try to come up with all kinds of theories but really how do you cross that divide and get to the mind yeah. and the appreciation and the glory and the beauty why would we ever even get to that if if there was no god if there mm-hmm. was i mean all of those steps yeah. along the way and so david walking through the hills, hears the praise and the music of God. The hills are alive with the sound of praise. And so our heart needs to be alive with the sound of praise. Amen. How about you praise God some, brother? Our great God and Father, we praise you. Lord, uh, as we have read this psalm today, we have been refreshed. Our senses are refreshed. To go out and look around us at this nature, at this creation, and understand, Father, that whether we are uh, inspecting it for design and order and observing that it is not chaos, or Father, whether our senses are overwhelmed with pleasure, uh, speaking to your glory and praise, we see you, and we thank you, and we praise you. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.